Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. We're so blessed that you're joining us. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. Today is part two of what has turned out to be a fascinating two-part interview with Molly DeFrank, author of a fabulous book titled Digital Detox, The Two-Week Tech Reset for Kids. This book will help you to get your kids back into family mode better, faster, and without all the arguing and all that other stuff, right? Tech is not a good thing for kids to be doing in their spare time. For school, research, etc., maybe. For There are statistics that claim the average child spends between six and eight hours per day just passing the time while fiddling with technology. Now, if you missed any of part one in the prior episode, I want to encourage you to go back and catch up because there are things there we just don't have the time to cover again. Amen? All right, let's jump back into the interview now with Molly DeFrank. Amen. Amen. We've been talking with Molly DeFrank, author of Digital Detox, the two-week tech reset for kids. Molly, how did you finally just arrive at the solution of unplugging from tech? I mean, you must have been considering this a little bit before uh, just to have it pop up like that, right? Well, it was kind of a last resort, you know, I would in a lot with a lot of parenting things, you know, sometimes we research and we make a decision, but this was frankly a case of mother has had it. Um, it was, it was like, we were setting the limits. We were setting, um, timers and tweaking them and, and taking it away for bad behavior and giving it back for good behavior. But it wasn't, that wasn't fixing the problem. Um, we were following the American Academy of Pediatric guidelines and we were still seeing problems. Um, a lot of parents too might notice if you're listening, um, if you have kids with ADHD or if you have kids with trauma backgrounds, like from foster care, you might see that digital entertainment is impacting them more than your other kids, um, you might see that it kind of sets them off in a way that it doesn't set off your other kids. And there's research to support that. So follow your gut here. If if you're listening and if you feel a nudge, like, I think maybe we need to try this thing, you probably do. You probably do. It, it will change everything. And I know it sounds really scary because I was terrified, but what's waiting for you on the other side of that fear is total transformation in your kids. Amen. And I tried to write this book in a way that it was, it was what I wish I could have handed to myself on, <laughs> on detox Eve, you know, every tip yeah. for, okay, well, what, if, what do you do when the kids throw a fit? What do you do at a restaurant when you used to rely on these devices? Um, yeah. What do you do if you have to take a work call? What do you do? You know, how do you not derail, but how do you also make the detox serve you? And, you know, it's not legalistic, but it is pretty strict. So, um, so it, it, we found it to be a really good tool. And maybe, you know, there's nothing necessarily new here inherently about taking a break. I've kind of borrowed a tablet from Moses here on, <laughs> on taking a break or unplugging from something. Um, the digital Sabbath 
here, but, um, but it's very effective. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Now you recommend just doing this cold Turkey, just straight up, turn it all off. Right. Yep. I do. Because part of it is due to that dopamine reset we were talking about earlier. Um, you know, you can't really see the effect that digital entertainment has been having on your kids until you take away all of it. There are, you know, so there's the dopamine reason. Another reason is that if your kids know that, okay, well, I don't get screen time during the day now, but I get an hour at night, they're just going to kind of be buying time or passing the day staring at the clock until they can get that their fix. But when you Mm. take away all of it and they know, well, darn, it's off the table for two weeks. I better figure this thing out. I can't just throw a fit for two weeks. It puts them into a different mindset where now they need to troubleshoot their own boredom, which is actually forcing them to practice a skill that they're going to want and need for their entire life. Um, You know, out in the real world, entertaining ourselves is not a feasible fix to boredom. We get to show our kids when they're under our roof that guess what? Sometimes life is boring. You know, (laughs) jury duty is boring. Doing the laundry can be boring. Um, but it's, it's really a mindset issue. So you get to choose, you know, turning on a device is not always a a fix to all of life's problems. And so Mm -hmm. by allowing our kids to practice that, we're giving them something that they're going to need for the rest of their lives. Amen. Amen. Did you allow your kids to tell their friends they wouldn't be taking calls or be online for a few weeks? You know, I, I figure somebody would call the cops or something if they didn't hear from their friends for two weeks. Yeah. Oh, something's going on. You know? Yeah. Well, so, you know, that oldest was 10 when we detoxed them. We had five kids when we did it. And um, so we did, that wasn't really an issue for us. They weren't communicating with their friends online for those two weeks, but you bring up a really good point. And this does get it, a detox for younger kids, maybe 10 and under looks a little different than a detox. If you're doing it with tweens and teens, cause they do communicate with their friends. And the goal here is not to cut them off from their friends. The goal is actually to increase human to human connection in person. So, um, I've had families modify detoxes for older kids. If they're 13, 14, where, you know, mom has the phone, they get five or 10 minutes to check in with their friends via text, not via, you know, don't make that a slippery slope. Okay. You can go on Snapchat. None of those things. Um, but, you know, be the parent, you know, step it up a little bit to where we're hosting a play date. We're hosting a hangout at our house for these two weeks. Yeah, you're not going to get to talk to your friends all day long on text. But guess what? Every day or every other day, your friends can come over. I have smoothie ingredients. You guys, the phones go in the basket or however you like to do it in your house. And sure, you can commiserate with your friends about this horrible detox. And and frankly, your kids might say, yeah, it really stinks. My mom's being so strict right now. Isn't that so annoying? Well, you want to go toss around the football. You know, they will <laughs> hit that wall and they'll find something else to do. So so find places to give a little. Um, it can also be helpful if you have older kids to grab a friend or two and kind of do it at the same time. Your kids can commiserate together. They can troubleshoot together. Um, it kind of helps to do things in community. Amen. So I really recommend that. And as a parent too, especially if your kids are older, I would really strongly suggest picking a, an aspect of your own tech use and detoxing alongside your kids. It doesn't have to be all of it. And, and use that as an opportunity to explain to your kids, look, as you get older, the digital world becomes so enmeshed in your life with work and with banking and with our library holds and with our grocery shopping that I can't really put it in a box for two weeks. But 
I want to parse out things that I'm using as digital candy versus digital vegetables. And I'm doing this with you. So this is an app or a game or an entertainment thing that is sticky for me. I'm going to take a break for two weeks along with you and we can hold each other accountable and we can make sure we're staying on track. We can talk about it when we feel frustrated. So it's a really good opportunity again for discipleship. Amen. Amen. How do parents handle this when, you know, like schools or someone resorting to virtual learning and especially, you know, because of the pandemic shutdowns and all that, how does all this play into what you're trying to do? Yeah. So, um, Two of my kids, I mentioned I was homeschooling when we did our detox, their math class, their math curriculum was online. But for that two weeks, I let them do their math work. So basically the only, the only, um, digital stuff they were doing was their math. (laughs) And they actually looked really forward to that. Um, so, (laughs) so if I tell parents, if your kids need to use technology for school, that's okay. You know, we're, we're again, going back to the thing where it's, it's not about legalism about, you know, shielding their eyes from every screen ever. If, if the, if the classroom's requiring it for teachers doing a PowerPoint slide, if they're showing them an example of something on a, on a video, I, I would not march into the school and demand a change then. <laughs> However, you might decide after your detox and what you've seen in your kids and how it's changed you may as a parent think, you know what? I think that our kids would be better off in school if we change some of the ways that our classroom was handling devices. Um, and I think you want to be really careful about that, but it, it, you might find it worth a conversation down the road yeah. it, when you create your long-term plan and kind of see what you've seen and sharing that with your school, um, mm-hmm. not in like an activism way, but in like a support, you know, in, with humility, I guess I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Um, Amen. Amen. Why two weeks? Why not three weeks or a month? Yeah, there are there are a couple of people I found out there who recommend detoxes for devices for families and kids. Um, and, and they're all different lengths. I know some some people suggest 30 days, and ours started out as two weeks. We started in mid-February. And I looked at my between my husband and I, we said, I think I can hang for two weeks here because it might be really hard. <laughs> but when we got to the end of the two weeks, I, I we hadn't told the kids that it would be two weeks only. We got to the end and I looked at the calendar and I said, These, this has been phenomenal. We have experienced more connection as a family, less sibling fighting, less parent-child conflict. Um, Why would we go back? Why would we go back to the way it was before? So we extended our detox for ultimately about five months. And then we made a long-term plan where we said, you know what? These games are not inherently evil. It is okay for our kids to play some of these games. There is an okay place for this. There's, It's great to have some TV and movies. How do we want it to work in our family? The beautiful design is that um, parents know their kids best. So when you do your, your detox in your home and you watch your kids and you get to know them better than ever, you get to make a long-term plan and you're the best person um, positioned to make that plan for your kids. So um, so yeah, that's why the second half of the book is actually about how to create a long-term plan to sustain these great results. Um, so I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember what you asked, the question you asked me before. Why two weeks, not three? Why two weeks? Okay, so the two weeks is because it's long enough to see great results. But not so long that um, it feels undoable. I mean, I'm going to give you an example. Um, I don't know if you've have you heard of Whole Thirty? Okay, it's like this um, this clean eating diet that oh, okay. was all the rage a couple years ago. Um, but the idea is that you just eat these whole foods for 30 days, and 
Um, I know a lot of people did it successfully. I lasted 13 days. I did a whole 13 um, about a year or so ago because it was too long for me. (laughs) Um, But the good news was, I mean, it's long enough to see. So unlike with the diet stuff, I'm sure there's science behind that too. But what what we found and what families that I help find is that two weeks is accessible, it's doable, and it's long enough to see your results. And then at the end of that, if your kids are young enough um, and you can leave it open-ended like we did, I recommend doing that because as parents, you can kind of huddle on the back end and say, we want to keep going, or this is good. We're ready to make our long-term plan. Amen. Amen. Is there a way a simple way. I know there's a way, but is there a simple way for parents to successfully limit their child's screen time or track the sites that they tend to hang out on? Yeah, there are a lot of tools out there um, for that. I recommend, you know, let's see. Oh, there's so many, so many things I can say right now. Um, one of the one of the things I recommend is not giving your kids Wi-Fi access in their bedrooms. Um, a child, it used to be when I was growing up in the eighties and nineties, that a kid quiet in their room, they're, they're safe. And now if our kids have a access to Wi-Fi and any device that, that can connect to the internet and they're in the room, that is not a safe place for kids anymore. Um, you know, phones, iPads, laptops, um, it's not good. So, um, I recommend controlling Wi-Fi access at the router. If your kids need to be doing homework, you know, um, there, there are, de- there are tons of ways to do that. A lot of people, um, yeah. Um, gosh, you know what? I can, I can send you some too, if you want to put it in the show notes, mm-hmm. but, um, there's a lot of really good ways here. I think one thing I really recommend for parents is to wait a little longer Um, because while we're trying to build up wisdom and discernment in our kids, my hope would be that, um, our kids use that wisdom and discernment as they get older. Um, when they move out of the house, they're not going to have any of our, um, our limits that we can put on them. And so, so my hope would be to, you know, we're, it's kind of like you're racing the clock here, trying to build up wisdom and discernment and godliness in our kids, so that when they do have access, they can make those good decisions. Um, it starts with them and their in their heart and their mind that's submitted to God. Um, so, so that's kind of my focus right now. And while also not allowing Wi-Fi access to my kids in their bedrooms. Yeah. Amen. It's funny you mentioned, you know, the 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 quietness meant, you know, they were okay. Growing up with two brothers, uh, my parents, if it was quiet they had to come check to make sure that somebody wasn't dead. (laughs) As long as there was noise and arguing going on. So yeah, they're fine. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's almost like it got quiet. It was like, Oh, what are they doing? (laughs) Oh yeah. I I feel that. Yeah. A couple of days ago, I, there was, it was eerily quiet and it's almost like as a parent, you, you mm-hmm. feel like there's a disturbance in the force. Yeah. What is going on? <laughs> anyway, go check it out. I found in the midst, I stumbled upon a kid who had stacked two stools on top of a chair to reach something. I'm like, oh dear. Amen. This yeah, is not okay. But, but yeah, that they're, they're they're formulating. Well, I put this one here and this yeah. one here. I can get what I want. Yeah. <laughs> no, not good. Not good. <laughs> hey, man, man. I, I take it you lay all this out in your book, Digital Detox, the yep. two-week tech reset for kids, right? 
Yep. That's, it's all in there. All the practical tips you'll need, what to do when things go south, what to do when you feel frustrated. Um, I break it down into the detox itself has, has four very basic tips. Um, so, you know, it, it, I, you can remember it like this. You want to undo the tech trance. You is unplug cold Turkey for two weeks and is notice your kids like never before you're going to feed their gifts and their interests. D is develop a list of screen-free fun ideas. Sit down with your kids, help them brainstorm. And then O stands for open the books. You're going to help um, instill a love of reading for pleasure in your kids. And I promise you can do this with any child. There aren't just some kids who enjoy reading and some kids who don't. You don't have to to just leave it at that. You can help your kids love reading. Um, So that's the first half of the book. It walks you very practically through that. And then the second half is very practically how to sustain those results on a long-term scale. Amen. 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 And, and do you have the, the information for the screen time limiting and all that in your book as well? Yes. Yeah. There's okay. all that is so in there, the you know, to get that. Yep. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Someone listening to us right now might be thinking, well, I need to do this, but when is the best time to actually do it? Yes. Right now. <laughs> I would say as soon as possible, start. There's always a good reason to put this off, but I promise you, you are going to get so much more back than you put into this thing. Um, This is the best investment we ever made of our time and frustration and stress on the front end. (laughs) Truly, it was the best parenting decision to date. But practically speaking, I do recommend um, if you can start on a long weekend or a time where parents have a couple days off, um, if it's a two-parent household, if you can start when both parents are home, um, that would be ideal. If it's a single-parent home, you know, see if you can get a friend or a neighbor or a relative who would would kind of be your backup for you. You know, if, if kids start to throw tantrums, those first couple days for some families can be hard. Um, so some parents share that it's, it's a little bit like potty training all those years ago when the first couple of days are a mess and you can't mm-hmm. go anywhere. Um, but yeah. after a couple of days, something clicks and the kids figure it out and suddenly you've turned a corner and it's like, woohoo, we got it. We got this thing. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, pull in some help where you need it. Um, but yeah, I also break it down to that. You, you can do this for any type of family. If your kids are from trauma backgrounds, foster kids, um, if you've got, you know, grandparents, this can be really helpful. Read this. If you, you help care for your, your grandkids, your nieces and nephews, share this with your, um, with their parents, see what they think. I recommend you share it as like a, wow, I learned this thing. It's so interesting. Did you know that you share about the dopamine, all of these things, um, rather than, a wow, you really need to do this. I can see this, you know, just be really mind your tone here. Um, if you can, it, it, more of an inviting thing. Gosh, I heard about this, this family that they, they tried this thing and it changed their lives. And would you want to listen to this, this podcast? Tell me what you think, you know, um, more of a, an optimism and beckoning. Um, mm-hmm. so it, it, the conversations can go South. I also recommend if you're a grandparent, you want to share this for the sake of your grandkids, share it with yeah. your, with your own child that you're biologically related to rather than the in-law child. Sometimes those conversations <laughs> can go a little more smoothly. Amen. 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 Well, your book obviously covers all this information, but you've also helped many families through your coaching program. Share with us a little bit about what they would receive through your coaching program. Yeah. If you reach out if, after you buy the book, um, 
you know, you can, you get access to a, a private group on Facebook and you can share and troubleshoot. Um, if you have a question, you can share it from you, or you can share it anonymously. If you're, you know, I don't know these people, I don't know if I want to share about my kids tantrums. So you can share it either way. Um, you can kind of get input from other people who are at all different points of their detox, but whether they haven't started yet or they're in the middle or at the end, um, people from different, um, age with kids from different ages. Um, and then I love to chime into everyone who has a question. You can also send me a direct message. I try to respond to all of those. Um, you know, if you've got any specific hiccups that you aren't finding, a, um, an answer to in the book, I'd love to help you through this. Um, it's really tremendous. The opportunity that we have here to connect with our kids in a day and age when, when across the board, kids feel disconnected and unloved and unknown. And as Christian parents, we have this opportunity to connect them with their maker, um, with the God who loves us and knows us so intimately. And, and we get to reflect that to our kids. And so I love helping parents. Sometimes when we're surrounded by a culture doing things a certain way, we look around and think, well, this is this is normal. I'm giving my kids two or three hours a day. That's normal. I guess it's okay. Well, no, if you're seeing negative results in your kids, negative effects, it's not okay. And God gave you that discernment, that wisdom. Maybe the Holy Spirit is kind of nudging you to do something different, but I don't want you to do that alone. I want you to have support. So get the book. You can go to my website, mollydefrank.com. After you buy the book, you can get it anywhere books are sold. Amazon, Barnes okay. & Noble, Books A Million. You can enter. I'll send you some freebies. And then you also get access to this, this coaching group that you can ask any of your questions. Amen. Amen. Molly, thank you for coming on the program today. If someone wanted to reach out to you, ask a question, maybe do an interview like this, how should they do that? Go yeah. through the website or you got an email or what do you want to do? Yeah, that's best. Uh, you can find me at mollydefrank.com. And I think I have a contact tab on there. So fill okay. out that form. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. I'd love to hear from you. Amen. And you have a special gift on your website for someone who orders the book and sends you the purchase code as proof of purchase, right? I do. I sure do. It's a lot of, um, there a whole bundle here for you. Um, one of my favorite pieces of that bundle is the tech-free family dinner topics. Um, it's, I think I have 14 in there, one for every day of the detox. And you, it's just a topic, a question to throw out there at your dinner table. Uh, I tested them all out on my kids. I came up with these and then I tried them all and the kids loved them. Some of them are silly and funny and some of them are, are deep. Um, but they're really fun. I've got another, uh, how to convince a skeptical spouse. If you're listening, you want to do this thing, but your spouse is like, I don't know. Hand them this PDF when you buy the book. You can hand it over to them. Um, I've got a, a template to make your list when you when you brainstorm with your kids of screen free fun ideas. So, yeah, come find me. I'd love to help you. Amen, amen, folks. If you have kids, this interview is for you. In this day and time, screen addiction it's a real threat to them and their future. And, and as Molly DeFrank has shared with us today, there is a way for you to get your kids back to get their future back for them. You need to drop down to the show notes right now, order a great book, Digital Detox, the two-week tech reset for kids. If you have grandkids, you need to order two copies, one for you, one to pass along to your kids or, or you know, parenting for the grandkids and all that because they need this, praise God. You can just, you just go out to eat at almost any restaurant and see people actually sitting at the table texting each other across the table. I mean, really? 
I mean, as you look around, you'll find at least half the people or more in the place are looking at their phones. And it's really disheartening when you come to think about it. But Molly's book, Digital Detox, the two-week tech reset for kids will help you to turn the tide back to success. Turn them away from the digital devil as warping their minds. Let them realize the fun and adventure of actually doing things together as a family again. Amen. Just drop down the show notes, order your copies today. Molly, I want to thank you so much for coming on the program and sharing this great information with us. I do appreciate it so much. Thanks for having me, Bob. Folks, that is all the time we have for today. Uh, For Molly Frank Marceau's Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.